This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live in Liberty Village. Beautiful sunshine. A great day for spring cleaning, and that sort of ties into this show nicely. It's all about rare and uh, old items you might have lying around. And, uh, you know, as, as the star of the show, he says, you never know when you have a lottery ticket in your basement or garage. But it's important that you listen to a show like this to understand what you might own. Do you have old collectibles, old furniture, old silverware, an old record player, a sports cards, memorabilia? If you want to know what it's really worth in today's market, and sometimes we discover new markets, collectors that are out there for items you had no clue about. You have to listen to this show to understand it all. This is Consignment Heroes. Our phone lines are open if that's you. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. In studio, two experts who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying value that most people overlook. They are Paul Kenny and Bogart Kenny. You know them from TV's Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures on A&E. Good afternoon to both. How you doing? Not bad, not what bad. What a great day. Yeah, yeah. And what a busy week. And Bogart, you know how you can live stream us? Bogart found out that last week, and now he's got a haircut. Oh, is trim, that right? Criticism? Yeah, it happens. Trim the beard, now, and the hair's are all... He's, he's camera ready would be the he's term. He's camera That's ready right, now. Yeah. You feel... You no, can, I've, I've always been like that. I don't know what time it was. One day, I had one bad hair day, and you won't let that down. It's not like you put makeup on or anything. No, like no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But I was so busy this week, I didn't even get to watch my show on A&E. That's how busy I was. Okay, all It right. was one of those crazy weeks. But I got to start the show off with a rant. Let it out. What's okay. going on? I tell people to get a second opinion. And I say this, it's like it should be the, we might even change the name of the, the show to the second opinion. You know what I mean? Because cause a guy came in this week. And there's rules to the second opinion stuff that I'm telling people. And it seems like common sense, but a guy, you're supposed to get the second, you get first opinion, then you get the second opinion, and then you sell the stuff to the highest person. Yeah, this isn't a hard concept to grasp. I understand I know, what you're saying. I yes. know, but this week, a guy came in, he got his first opinion, sold the stuff, and then showed me, asked me if I could pay higher. Oh, and no. I could pay. It almost makes me mad a bit. It's like, the, for him walking. What did he? What was he selling? What? How much did he potentially lose? No, it's lose? like he was losing twenty percent. For on sixteen hundred dollars, mm. he would have gotten two thousand dollars. So that's four hundred dollars for walking forty feet, which is about ten dollars a foot. Right. Okay. For just going getting a second opinion, and the, the worst that would have happened if I paid less. He would have gone back and walked another 40 foot and get the higher opinion. But I got to say this because it happens more than you think. And it seems like common sense. I says, you get one opinion, get the second opinion, take the higher amount. 
It should be like... <laughs> yeah, it sounds like an SNL skit, but yes, yeah. <laughs> no, but it happens the other way. Yeah. And people say, well, what you've paid? Well, and I almost said, well, why are you asking? Because you've already sold it. You know what I mean? Right, because they want all. seller's remorse, yeah. which is very real. Because we have this place. We're right next to another great big box store. This guy advertises, and he spends a ton of money advertising. People come in. He just pays less than we do. We have an unfair advantage. We don't have his overhead. He just pays less. We send people there all the time, okay? And people, I see the people, the little little ladies with great. What, what do you mean? You send people literally so they can go in, get the get experience, get the what you would almost guarantee would be a lower estimate for their stuff. But they can go anywhere. We know we pay the highest. We just know it. But it's always me, and that's the reason I set up next to this guy because I knew that he advertised a lot. A lot of people came to the neighborhood to sell their coins. He's on a coin show or something like this. I know that people come to see him, and I says, okay, well, I can just pay more because I know he doesn't pay very much. Unlike on a silver dollar, would mm -hmm. you rather get $9 or $11 for it? Wait, slow down. Is this multiple choice? I can't, I don't know. I know, but I'm trying to say this is why it's almost frustrating. I see people walk in, they walk out, and they're all, they seem happy. And I says, why? They just, they just paid, they got paid less money than they should have for their goods. Well, I, don't th I don't think they want to walk out. They get an offer in front of them, and they just want to take it. But that's why the second opinion matters. And I can't say this more enough because someone, even if you have someone come into your house, and I don't get mad. I says, if someone comes to your house and offers something, if you're not comfortable with it for any reason, don't have to take, get a second opinion. If it's worth, if it's five, if it's four dollars, who cares? But when you're dealing in thousands, well, the example you gave, the, the, it was sixteen hundred dollar offer. You would have paid two grand. It's four hundred dollars. If you started to really ask yourself, what do you have to do to get four hundred dollars in after tax income? You'd be like, oh yes. my god, well, I got to get up, I got to get dressed, I got to go to work. Yes, sir, no, sir, to the boss for eight hours for two or three days. Yeah. Then wait for a check, pay half in tax, and then I got my four hundred dollars. It's a lot. And so you shouldn't be so cavalier about it. No, but that, but I'm, I'm, but I'm. Sometimes we say it like it's a joke, and you're laughing, and Bogart's laughing because he never sells anything. But it's something I want to tell people, and if they're listening, they ought to know this. You know what I mean? And like I say, even when you sell your house and you want to buy silver and gold, get two opinions. Find out it's the same exact silver and gold if you're buying it. Please find out. Don't pay a high premium. The one piece of financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. But the one piece of financial advice I can give to everybody, if you're buying silver and gold, keep your premiums low. doesn't matter what the price of silver and gold is. Okay, but is. you got to explain what premiums are. So it's like Premium you know. is the money. If, if gold is at $1,700 an ounce and someone charged you $100 extra for that maple, don't pay it. That's too high. Yeah. You and have to know how much an ounce of gold is. Plus, the other thing is, and I'm just saying, if people are selling stuff... And they're welcome to call me. They can call our shop and get quotes over the phone all the time. If you're in someone's shop and they will, you ask them two things. If you're selling gold, even if you're not going to use us, ask them how much it weighs and what carat it is. If the guy just says, I'm giving you 1500 for your gold, ask them what it weighs and what carat it is. And you're free to call us, ask us what we would pay for the exact same thing. Fair enough. And I mean, if the guy doesn't want to tell you what, what it weighs and what carat it is, He's maybe trying to pull a fast one on you, okay? So I'm trying to tell because we have a lot of listeners out there who the last time they bought or sold jewelry was 35 years ago. And the, I paid 250 for this ring. They don't know it's worth 2500 today. Yeah, yes. And that's why I'm saying, that, okay, I paid 250 Oh, someone's well, 1000 would be great, but still yeah. below, way below market value potentially. Way below market value. And I, 
it just makes me mad when it happens. So, so you're not you're not even trying to make more money and get more business. You just want more people to get more money out of what I they want, have. He doesn't like see people get take advantage of. Is yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. That's just, what it you're is. You're just a good guy. No, just a good I am guy. a good guy. But even <laughs> if he's getting teased for it, I mean, it's pretty noble cause what he's doing. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, get the second opinion. And like, we want people not to get ripped off. That's the big thing in this world. Yes. Okay. Value. Understanding value. Yes. Understanding value. And they're free to call me. They can call. I'm giving my cell number out. Copy this down. If you're ever in a can car. I, just as usual, urge not to give your personal cell phone number out on the radio. But okay, go ahead. Go do what you're going to do. I begged you to do this a <laughs> hundred times now. Turn off your phone yeah, first. Yeah, turn off your no, phone I'm first. I'm going to turn off my yes. phone first. Okay. 647 one more time, so they have you yeah. in their pocket anytime they want for yeah. an estimate, a second opinion, whatever. A text. They, Doesn't even want to text yeah. it. And too. they can just attack, they can call me up, 647-298-8989. And if you're right in the store and the guy's giving me the price, I'll ask you what questions to ask. Because even if you sell it, I want you to get a fair price. Fair enough. That's it. Oh, we have to go to the You lines. can also get a second opinion by yeah. visiting their store, Gold Silver Store, at 10,341 Young Street. So that's in Richmond Hill, right on Young Street. The actual address is 10,341 Young Street. It's just north of Major McKenzie. The store has a phone number, and you can call that during regular work week hours. And the number to the store is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Uh, to the phone lines? Yes. Okay. Our first caller is Mary in Hamilton. Mary, good afternoon. How are you? Hey. Well, I have a vase. It's approximately 20 inches tall uh, times um, 10 inches round. It's mustard color with uh, brown knobs. Okay. Now, what does it say on the bottom? bottom? What, what's it made out of? It's, it's made in West Germany. Okay. And the numbers are F is Frank. Oh, no, I don't. That, that's okay. I know what this is. Kind of a drip glaze. She said what is one that letter. Mean? Oh, it's, it's got a glazed multicolored vase or all one color? It's mustard colored with brown knobs type of thing. Okay. The- this is very popular um, right after the war, and we call it mid-century modern. I consider the stuff um, ugly the but saleable. Okay. Pardon me? It's ugly but saleable. <laughs> okay? Like no. Me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying that about you. I'm saying about the vase. And if we get over $200 for it, it's a vase. Okay. Now, what's happening right now is that that kind of stuff, mid-century, they're using it designers. If you go into your winners or the big box stores, they're charging you the same stuff made in China. This thing here will probably have a value between 50, as you say, 20 inches tall, probably between 50 and $200. I okay. have the number on the bottom. No, that'll be just the shape number. Okay. And it's mainly the glazes and how much it looks like it's out of 1950s, okay? Uh-huh. And I'm even saying this to a lot of people who call us up. They have, they'll have. they tell me, the first thing they'll say is something's 150 years old. Age doesn't matter right now, okay? It's more of a case of mid-century modernist, your teak stuff, and your designer stuff sells. Some Victorian furniture, unless it's a convertible or really can really super fit into a condo and will not look out of place in some of these modern condos, then it's then we can sell it. But most of the older furniture is is harder to sell now. A lot of dealers won't even handle it. We still will do it, but you will not get what you paid for it in a lot of cases. But your mid your ugly vase, or sorry, it might be a beautiful vase. We'll just call it ugly on the radio. But when we're selling it for you, we'll call it a beautiful vase. How's that? Great. Marketing one hundred and one. Marketing one hundred and one. 
All right, Mary, thank you for your phone call. Marianne in Burlington is our next caller. She's on line two. Marianne, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Not bad. And what do you have? I have two old coins. Um, one is a 50-cent Newfoundland coin. Okay. And it's from... Put the ear on it here. Um, got my glasses. 18, 1890. Okay. Now, Newfoundland, if it's a 50-cent piece, it's sterling silver. Now, this is the difference. Even when people bring stuff into our place, you want to make sure that you're getting the right price for this because right. sterling silver is 925 parts per thousand. Well, And our regular silver is 800, which is called 800 parts per thousand. Right. So your silver in the sterling in the Newfoundland coin is more pure. So if they both weighed the same as a 50-cent piece, your piece is going to be worth more. Right. It's going to be worth around $14 divided by two, around $7 in silver. Okay. In 1890, they made a lot of it. And because they came into the Commonwealth, they came in, became part of Canada in, uh, I think it was 1949, right. their money became no good. So a lot of people just saved it away. So there's a lot of good, good condition Newfoundland money lying around. What is different on this is that say you had a 25-cent bill. Yeah. from Newfoundland or a dollar bill from Newfoundland, they're worth thousands of dollars in okay. some cases. But the silver money is easy to save. But the, the, the bills are actually very, very rare. Oh, too bad I don't have that. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm just, no, I'm just, but yeah, someone out there. Saying, yes. And I also have a, a U.S. $1 silver from 18... They make those numbers so small, don't they? I know, and my eyes are smaller as you get older. Or nineteen twenty-one silver dollars. Okay, they're generally not. They're just going to be worth between uh, sixteen and twenty-five dollars. If it had been earlier, I would have turned asked you to turn it over and even look for a little letter that's even smaller. If it had a CC for Carson City, they can be worth thousands of dollars. But they didn't make them in nineteen twenty-one. No. And the reason is, even though you don't have one, there might be another listener out there who might have one. And that's why I'm saying all this stuff. Okay? Okay. Well, thank you very much. Sorry I didn't have better news for you. Okay. Have a good day. Thank okay. you for your call. Yeah, we, we, you, you deal a lot in silver and the idea of like, oh, I have an old silver tea set. Well, is it silver plated or is it sterling silver? Silver plated means it's a metal tea set and they sprayed it with silver. Yeah. And sterling silver means it's generally 92.5% silver. Yep. Much more valuable over time, these sorts of things. Even the pound sterling. Yeah. The pound sterling. The pound, as you even know it today. That's yeah. based on sterling silver, is it yes. not? Yeah. 92 yes. That used to be the minimum trading amount, would be 92.5% silver in the actual coinage that they had. And now we've turned over to the American dollar, and how's that work for us? Uh, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> uh, who is this uh, on line three? Linda in Hamilton. Linda, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live Hello. on Zoomer Radio. Hello. Um, I've listened to the show several times, and I'm just wondering, did I understand, I thought I had, that, Mr. Kenny, sometimes if you're in an area, say Cambridge or whatever, you would come to someone's home to look at whatever it is? Yes, and I'm actually, I was in Hamilton this week. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going back this week several times. Uh-huh. I have a house that has got, I'm going to be talking later on the show, I need, I have a house that has 2,000 dolls in it. Oh, my goodness. I know. Oh, my goodness. And you might not... I know about jewelry. I know about cups and saucers. But I am not as smart in dolls as I should be because this has got a lot of dolls. I need someone. If there's a doll collector out there or a doll expert, Mm -hmm. I want them to call me. 
I I needed like you know I was I have a stamp guy. Yeah. I need a doll guy right now because it's got two thousand dolls in it. Oh and my goodness. If, you hang on and talk to Sebastian. Sebastian will get your number. If I'm down in the area, I'll drop in and see you because I'm going to be in Hamilton supervising um, uh, what's in this house. We'll, we'll find like, out what she has first. Oh, what do you have? Oh, well, I have some silver plate, and I did an email to your shop and attached some pictures, but each time I've called the shop, I've talked to the gentleman, but I've just missed you. Because so I'm, I'm out there working. I work for a living. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, one day he said, oh, he's on his way to Niagara, or he's on his way to London. And uh, so anyway, I just thought I would try calling the show today, but certainly I can give Sebastian uh, my phone number. She does listen. And if you're coming to Hamilton this week, that would be great. Oh, yeah. No, silver plate we buy. We buy that by the pound, and Uh I do not care what it looks like. In fact, this house with the 2,000 dolls has got about 100 pounds of silver plate. That will no longer will not be silver plate by the end of the week because it'll be melted. Um, but we also buy sterling, like I say. But silver plate is something. In 1960, everyone got married, and you went to Burke's or Ashley's, and you put you registered, and everyone got you know a tea set or uh, a water pitcher, silverware, silverware. Yeah, and you you took it. And you put it in a closet, and when the person who came over that gave it to you, you take it out and showed it, and you leave put it in a very place where they can see that they, you appreciate their gift. Yeah. And when they leave, you put it back in the closet. Yes. And this is what I happens. have a couple sets of plates and silverware and the whole thing, the whole shebang. Some of it, 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 it's amazing how much silver plate I get that's never, ever, ever been used. Yeah, people are afraid of scratching it. Yeah. They don't want to have to polish it, so keep, yeah. keep it away from anything, the elements, food, water, anything. I understand. But we buy it. If you're not going to sell it to me, then use it. You know what I mean? You should no, be using this. I know. I, you always say that, but like people are very uptight about it. When I hold one of your $1,000 cups and saucers, and you're like, no, drink tea out of it. You'd ha- That's high-risk maneuvers. Okay, yeah, because I know how clumsy. Okay, yes. Well, no, I'm just saying that what if it stains? What if I clink it too hard with a spoon and it scrapes it? You can do a lot of damage. I know. We're talking silver plate. Like, I, I can tell you this. Someone brought in a sterling tea, uh, cutlery set. Yeah. And I said, use it. You don't like the price. I mean, this is what the price is because I'm going to melt it. And it says, oh, I was given to me by Aunt Gladys and, you know. Sure. And they're going to put back in the closet. I says, well, actually, just use it. It's not going to weigh any less if you use it. Yeah, but if it's not the design they want, if it doesn't match their plates or whatever, it's well, more then, about that now, right? But then sell it. Ah, yes. And take a vacation or do something with the money. You don't no. even have to give it to your kids. Bogart thinks he's getting all my debts. I mean, all my money. (laughs) No, but use it and enjoy it. People have stuff, and it says, you're here for a time, and it's just, you're not getting older. Just do stuff. My best person was a person who sold me stuff one day. What are you going to do with the money? I'm going to go visit an elephant. And that meant she was going to Africa. Oh, wow. But that was cool. Yeah. There's elephants in Thailand, too. Okay. Well, okay. We get the idea. Yeah. It's not here. Okay. We have no elephants here. But that's the idea. If you've got some of this stuff and you've collected over the years and amassed a collection of twenty, thirty thousand dollars, it no longer interests you. You're not collecting it anymore. Yeah. Well, a silverware set makes sense. If you're not using it, why not exchange that for something that you can, yeah. you know, use or work with immediately? Anyway, our number, by the way, and we're trying to get to as many callers as we can here. I know we're a lot of people are. Yeah, we're moving slow today. 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. 
The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoom Radio this sunny Sunday afternoon. Our phone lines are open. If you have a rare or interesting item or a collection, you're curious about its real-time market value, we have two experts who have found fame and fortune dealing in stuff. Paul Kenny and Bogar Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures, as well as this show on Zoomer Radio. And our number is 416-360-0740. Um, is it Elgin is their name in Pineburg? Elgin, how are you? Yes, it's Elgin here in Pineburg. Yes, I have a flashlight. It's over 80 years old. It was given to me by my uncle when I was 7 years old, and I'm 88, so I know it's over 80 years old. It's in a brass case. Okay. Stamped on the brass case is Everready, number 2602, and underneath that is two unit cells, number 935, and it's lamp number 1197. So it's brass? It's brass case. It's about six inches long and an inch and a quarter in diameter. They used to call it pocket flashlights because you carry them in your pocket. Okay, but... Pocket and it's brass. I don't know. See, people collect flashlights. I'm glad people collect them, everything, but I'm trying to think. I've never seen still this. It's still workable. It takes C-sized batteries, but it still works. Yes. Sorry, what is the size battery it takes? C's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they're out there. I mean, ones with the box or list and stuff like that. Yeah, just I've seen some brass case, and I was just wondering, you know, whether the any... Looks good. Looks like a lightsaber. <laughs> Yeah, no, on, but on something like this, that's what the flashlights and things are made out of brass. <coughs> Excuse me. For things that are made to, with one moving part, putting the batteries in and just replacing the light bulb, usually will keep on working. I'm trying to think this. Pop well, here's a good example. Like, I mean, it's not going to be a high, or might not be high value enough to end up at some high-end auction. <laughs> but right. with Consignment Hero, something like this, to get eyes on it, to get maximum dollars, I would either consign it to the store, have them yeah. there as a something that would be like a looky, you know, you'd come in to have a look at some of the old things, you know, like things that pull you in off the street. Yeah. Intriguing old flashlights are one of them. So right. you consign it to them, they put an ad online, then they have eyes around the world and sort of get maximum dollars for it. But in terms of like... Is it the holy grail of flashlights? No. no, it's not. But it's it's funky, and somebody might have a special use for it. Somebody might want it in their vintage boat or in their you know hundred year old cottage in Muskoka. They might want this like to put it in use or to have it look the part for right. some sort of authentic piece. But the idea that in Toronto, where we have thousands upon ten thousands of condos, no, it probably doesn't no. fit the dec- decor motif there. But there's there will be a home for it. 
I should actually say this as well. You know, the condos, when people were living in the older houses in Toronto, they deck, if you bought a house from 19, if you bought a house from 1920, yeah. you would decorate with stuff from 1920 or 1930. Mm-hmm. When you buy a condo that was made in 2015, yeah. you want the modern look. And so some of the stuff that used to be very popular, like the field stuff, like the pine cabinets, the, uh, the pine chairs, uh, the old wood, you know, the old crocs and stuff are not as popular now. Because people aren't decorating that way. They're reading the magazines and they're, buy, they're told to buy stuff that's blue and green. And they yeah. don't care what it is as long as it's blue and green. Well, and sometimes <laughs> the trendier condos, I mean, they, they trend more towards industrial. So if you, if you look at high-end condos now, like you have exposed concrete ceilings. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, those have lights right out of the concrete and the ceiling. People pay more for that. They pay more to make it feel like they're living in a factory. It's very interesting to me. That's weird. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Okay, Especially in this area, like King West, like all the funkiest, most expensive rentals would all look industrial chic, which means that the condo builder did less to make it like fanciful. And so charge of, like, more. They charge more for giving you less. So you'll have like exposed ducting in your ceilings and co- exposed concrete, all these sorts of things. Yeah. Okay. They, that's what the premium is. But I'm just saying that like sometimes it works for if you wanted a Renaissance style painting of uh, an old landscape, it's not going to work in that condo ever. No. Yeah. No. And for the rest of our normal listeners who are out there who do not have these condos. Well, okay. you're in the area for it. I mean, this is what this area is famous for. Yeah. Well, like I say, what we do is we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. Mm. And that's that's the whole gist of what we kind of do as well. But I didn't know that in the condos. But I know that they're new condos. And or I've seen that where they have the brick wall and they half plaster, half brick. Well, it'll be a faux brick wall. Yeah, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, but pe- I, people in Toronto like to feel like they live in a factory or something well, why like that. They like industrial chic. Well, yeah, I don't buy- know. I don't know. I don't know. Instead of buying fake old... By real old. <laughs> it's hard to find a legitimate closed-down factory. Interestingly enough, if you come to the Zoomerplex, though, and you walk the halls here, you'll definitely get the industrial yes. feel, because that's what this was. Yeah. Uh, our next caller is Charlie in Toronto. Charlie, how are you? Uh, hello. Yes, I have a, a Midnight Sun baseball. It's the 100th anniversary edition. The name of the team is the Alaska Gold Planners. And I understand there's a car show coming up. Oh! And Dave Winfield's going to be there. And early in his career, he was a pitcher for the Alaska Gold Panthers. And I learned this information that night when we attended the ball game. Okay. And they gave us a ball game, and I still have the, ga- the ticket and for attending the game, as well as the baseball still in the wrapper. You've and done everything right. It was a good investment to try and get him to sign that. Okay, now Winfield's going to be here. This show, by- I'd try to get him to buy it. Yeah. That's what I would do. No, well, no. This is this gentleman has a great story. He is not selling this piece. He, I'm going to guarantee that right now. But I'm going to try and give him a value on it. But he's talking about this show on May 4th, 5th, and 6th. And I'm going to be there. Yes. Um, I'm going to try and get Roy, some of the other people from Storage Wars Canada, to be there. Might even get Bogart. Depends on how busy it is. And we're going to be there. And we're, Davey Winfield's going to be there, but so is Bobby Orr. Yeah. Everyone knows Bobby Orr. You might know. Oh, yes. Joe Montana, yes. Cal Ripken Jr., Mike yes. Bossy. Like, there is going to be about 20 guests. And I think Winfield's one of them. I'm looking through. I actually have the program. People can see me online right now. Yes, I'm feverishly going that. through the program. Oh, yeah. Davey Winfield, Jack Morris, Timmy Raines, yes. The Rock. Okay. So as an investment, should he get Winfield to sign this ball? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I think, you know something, you'll go up and talk to him about it, that, and I'm willing to bet he says something about it. You'll get a little bit of conversation out of him, because you might be the only one in Toronto who knows about this. Okay, I was quite surprised, especially to understand that he was a pitcher, but he was the topic of the conversation that night, and they said first he would strike you out, and then he would knock the ball out. Yeah, he had a yeah. tin head in the middle of behind center field, and then all the dings, they said, in the top of that shed is from Dave Winfield's home run. <laughs> wow, cool. I, I guarantee that you ought to go to this show because this is where you go to these shows. You get up and personal with these people. You get something signed. Sometimes they'll rush you through. But there are certain things you can get, like a, a VIP packages and stuff. But they have – they've got – looks like 30 guests there. And, I mean, they, and they're not slouch guests. They're not like – uh, I mean, Cal- Joe Montana is a good example. He's you know he's cost me a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby Orr. I mean, Bobby Orr hasn't done a show. I don't think Davey Winfield's done a show since he left here. Okay, really? he played here his last year on, on that World Series team. Timmy Rain's always a favorite of mine. But they also have all the hockey. They got Cornway, nicest guy in the world. Uh, Jacques Lemaire, Carboneau, Mondu, Lambert, all Montreal guys. Where's the Toronto guys on here? I'm just looking at this list. There's okay, no Toronto wait, guys. Tell people where is it and when does okay. it happen. May, this is on May 4th and 6th to the 6th, 2018, at the uh, International Center. Okay? There, now, you know when I talk about getting a second opinion? There's I've heard be, you say things like that, yeah. Yeah. There's going to be 200 dealers there that you can get 200 opinions on. Okay? But make sure one of them is mine. If, you, if you're there, look me up while you're there. But come on out, May 4th to 6th. We're going to have a lot of fun there. And I guarantee that you go away happy. Let's talk about this ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the autograph, what do you think it might fetch? When Winfield has got probably about a $150 ball. But I think the experience, this gentleman won't sell this. If I had this ball no. and I talked to him about it, it's like when I brought the Mickey Mantle card up to that guy, I sold it. But... You're going to go yeah, up there, you, get this signed, <laughs> and be able to talk about this. And I think I guarantee that he'll give you a couple little quips about his time up there. How's that? No, I that think Charlie wants good. to be rich. My wife also has a ball because she was with me. And yep. hers is also in the wrapper. So one of us may sell. <laughs> okay, okay. There you go. Split the difference. I got the feeling your wife's going to sell. Okay, thank you for the call. All right, so at the International Center, you'll be there along oh, yeah. with a bunch of superstar athletes. Yeah. You'll be hounding them for autographs. They'll Will be, you asking be in the backstage on... area with VIP, and you'll say, wait, wait a second, before, can I just get you to sign these 55 items? Is I'm, that going to be you? No, I'm going to be going, well, I'm going to get him to sign my Zimbabwe money. I'll be giving away the $500,000 bills while we're there. So, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they can pay for trying to buy, spend them at that show. Okay, good stuff. It won't work out well for them. I like that. (laughs) Turn your heroes into employees. Get their autographs and sell them. Smart plan. Uh, Rob in Aurora is our next caller. Rob, how are you? Uh, Very good. And what do you have? Uh, Cleaning out our cupboard the other day, uh, springtime cleaning, and I ran across a couple of uncut dollar bill, $2 bill, and $5 bill uh, mint sheets. The whole sheet. You, wait a minute. No, the no. Hold sheet. on. Just leave One dollar. There's fifty ones, fifty twos, and fifty fives uncut. What? Say this again. He means from uncut. the mint pressing. No, no. Are they le- the legit? one nineteen? The one dollar sheets. What years are they from? The year they stopped making the one. 
Okay, that's, that sheet sells for about $150 on the twos. The $5 sheet that you have, though, I'd have to check on that. The most valuable one there you've got is the $5 sheet because that was not generally available to the public in the quantities that the ones and twos were. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was also much more expensive. Yes. Um, give me a call at the shop tomorrow. Uh, if you want to sell, I can give you the price on what it sells for, and I'll give you what, what we would buy it for. But your $5, the ones and twos, we get in once a month. Someone will bring in a sheet or two sheets because they okay. did a lot of it. Because everyone says, how many, ones, how many bills are on a sheet? There's 40 bills on a sheet. Gotcha. It's a poster size. So, yeah, it's a yeah. poster size. If, now, they have some smaller, but the $1 sheet's got 40 so it's $40. Uh, $2 sheets is 80 But, yeah, you've got 40 times 5 It's $200. Yeah, but it's artwork. I like it. It'd be a nice yeah. piece. No, the five dollar sheet is a a ten dollar sheet. Do you have a ten? No, no. Okay. Now, when did you buy these? You bought them right from the mint. Right from the mint. Uh, whenever that was, twenty years ago or something like that. Fifteen years. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. And I think you had to pay a lot of money for them. Give yeah, me a call tomorrow at the shop. Nine zero five seven three seven. Nine zero five seven three seven seven three seven four six five three. Other people are free to copy down this number at the same time. Yeah, I like the dollar sheets. (laughs) I I like all of the money sheets. I like it as art. I think it'd be cool. Did you buy anything else from the Mint? Any of the silver? Oh, lots. But I I have to dig it out. That's the only thing I know off the top of my head that I have. I'm going to tell you something. This is worth digging out. Your spring cleaning, don't just start. Just don't get the stuff at the front of the cupboard. Go right in there, okay? This is that time of year where people are doing the spring cleaning. They're going out to the garage and... They're either going out to escape their wife, or their wife has dragged them out there to clean up the garage. Yeah, and the basement. And you the, get basement. the stuff out of the basement. And the you know, last thing to be stacked on top of it was your Christmas ornaments or whatever. So yeah. underneath that is the square footage you can do something in your basement with. No, yeah. yesterday on the way to my shop, I went to a garage sale in the snow, and I bought about $300 worth of silver plate for about $20. Oh, okay, good. That's the price they had on it. I said, okay, I'll buy it. All right, full ask. No, but Full if, ask they'd, offer. if they'd come in and to my shop, I would have told them that I would have paid you here. I would have paid you. I'm not attacking you. Yeah. yeah, they're happy. You're happy. What are you going to yeah. do? There's legwork involved. I hope they're not listening today, though. Our next caller is Rita. Rita's calling from Stouffville. How are you, Rita? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. And what do you have? Okay. I picked up three paintings. They're dated 1969. They're oil paintings about uh, eight and a half by 15. And it's nautical. It's a sailboat. And the paper has gone yellow in the background, and the signature almost looks like SLO, like a JSLO. Are they paintings, or are they charcoals, or are they pastels? You know what? They could be charcoal pastel. You're right. Okay. And depends if they're original. Okay. I'd have to see them. But uh, if they're 1969, what's the frame look like? It's like one of those wide uh, basket weave type frames or just wood? It did. It did have an old frame on it. It was all the narrow, the uh, very, very dated. And I took it to my girl in Stouffville, Tara, and I had them framed properly and um, secured so that they wouldn't uh, get damaged or anything. Okay. The frame might have been the best part about it. Okay. Um, In this case here, sometimes the frames are worth more than the prints. Um, And... And I tell people this, if you're going to keep it, great. Get it framed, okay? But right. if you're coming along and want to sell it, do not do not clean a $50 watch for $200. Do not frame a print unless you find out what it's worth and or you find out you really want to keep it, okay? Because the framing is the money you never get back. 
The right. cleaning of the watch is the money you never get back. Right. Okay, and I'd say that to everyone out there. Just, uh, it, I'm not going to pay any more, and I'll tell you what. I'll give you two prices. Say if the watch works, it's worth this, and if the watch doesn't work, it's worth that. And then right. you can decide what you want to do. Okay. But in framing, pictures, the same thing. I'd have to see these. I'd have to see the signature on them. But they sound like 1970s, uh, 69s, 70s, a good time period. But your frames were probably the best part about them. Yeah, there was a lot of damage to the frame okay. and glass. So, yeah, I, I got rid of them. But, I mean, because I just bought a condo, and I want to put them in my condo. And okay. they're absolutely beautiful. Good. I've had people at work that say, okay, I'll buy it off you for 1000 The three of them, I'm like, no, not until I know what I have. Oh, no. See? She listens. Second opinion. Mm. Get a second Okay. The second send opinion would be to sell Send me off person. some pictures and I'll go from there, okay? And okay, so um, where's, your off- where's your shop located in Richmond Hill? We're at 10,341 Young Street. That is just north of Major Mac and south of the beer store. Right. Okay? okay? Right on Young Street. Can't miss us. All right, thanks okay. for your call. Our next caller is John in Pickering. John, how are you? Hi, I have uh, many um, uh, albums, the 33 albums within the jackets, and quite a few, maybe 100 or so, the 45s. Okay, and what I'll, years? Oh, 60s, mostly 60s and 70s, some 50s. Rock? Country? Jazz? Uh, oh, no, um, rock, Beach, Beach Boys, Beatles, Rolling Be- Stones, CCR. Beach Things Boys like aren't rock. Okay, sorry. Okay, that's, just a per- that's, a yeah, per- I'm, that's just a personal opinion. Sorry. Um, no, Stones, that kind of stuff is what's selling right now. If they're in good condition, that means you take them out, you look at them, there's no scratches, fingerprints, you know, pizza bar, pizza stains, that kind of stuff. They'll generally sell. Um, between Anywhere between a dollar to $15 each. Um, rock and roll. 45s are a little bit tougher. Um, have to see them. 45s usually took a beating because the, the sleeve they were in was always very light, okay? Right. But right now, vinyl, which we wouldn't have paid, I wouldn't have paid you two years ago, stuff I wouldn't have bought, a whole box for $10, I, I might pay you 500 for today. That's the difference. Depends on what it is and depends on how early the pressing is and right. it depends if you bought it, if you got it from England or, uh, and but condition is the big thing, okay? Now... Do you have the record player they played on? Um, I have um, a hi-fi. You know the old hi-fis? Yep, the, yep. You know, they're about four or five feet long and has a has a, a track in it, has a has a record player and, and a radio. That's what Okay, I'm sorry on. about your luck. Okay. on um, No, those don't sell as well. Okay. Unless, but uh, this week, in that horse, that house that had um, all of the dolls, they had a stereo with an eight-track in it, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on the bottom, they had the disco lights. Oh, <laughs> oh it was just cool. It's something you can almost buy and rent, oh, uh, rent right. out. It was such a. I don't think I'm going to actually sell it. That's how I much see. I liked it. But one the rec- quick, go ahead. Sorry, one more quick thing before I let you go. The Bradford Exchange plates. I have about 50 of those in the wooden frames, a certain ah, frames. No, I know. That is something that um, you sh- they had a very good marketing campaign. Franklin Mint, Bradford Exchange, all of those plates. The only ones that are worth any kind of money are the silver ones because they're actually made out of sterling silver. Ah. The rest of them are selling at auction between $1 to $3 each, if that. Okay? Uh you can leave. I can leave them in my parking lot. They won't even steal them. Okay? <laughs> That's great. 
You know, you know those. I'll bring all my albums up and a couple other things I have for you. Okay, I'll make an appointment, of course, and then I'll come up and, and we can have a look at everything. Yeah, do you have old comics or old magazines? Now, do you have um, any of the rock and roll magazines that went with those? You know, like Teen Beat, uh, that kind no. of stuff. Oh, okay. I don't. I I I might. I got tons of stuff downstairs. I I don't know. We'll have a look and see. Oh, that's okay. There you go. I love it. He's when interested was... now. I got a little bunch of old stuff in the bring basement. Bring a flashlight Magic down the words. Base. Yeah. Alrighty, well, thank you so much for the help. You're welcome. All right, John Pickering. Now we're going to go to Annie in North York. Oh, I like this question. You hear a lot about silver plating. Okay. Hi. We've got a different question here. Yeah, I have a question, but I I have a second question now just from the previous caller. But the first question I had was I have a, a, a cutlery set. It says gold-plated North Craft yep. stainless steel Japan. Okay, they generally, it's, the, the gold plating is called for a meal. It'll be and so usually over sometimes over silver, but the gold plating, uh, some people will still buy. They sell for sixty, seventy dollars a set. We just sold a Northcraft um, about a week ago, two weeks ago, on our site. Uh, I think it went to Japan, wow. back to Japan. Wow. Uh, people do like them, but that doesn't sell for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is the gold plating will scratch up and will peel in the dishwasher. Don't yeah. put it in the dishwasher, okay? Yeah. Uh, but the gold plating is very popular in the 70s. Is there any value to gold-plated silverware? Like, could you melt it down and get a gram of gold out of it? I mean, it couldn't be that much gold, right? The process might cost you too much. Yeah, that's what I would think. So does it have any value? Um, like, I mean, it has, you are saying, $60, $70 for novelty type of... Maybe a dollar, too. Because yeah. some gold... When but, you like, see, can, you, can you reclaim the gold? Probably not when it's sprayed on, right? If it's too thin, you can't. You know those little things you see where gold flakes... In perfume or little bottles, yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those like that are alcohol. Actually, or you cannot yeah. get the gold back. If you melt them, they poof, they disappear, they evaporate. Hmm. So I don't know if gold actually, if it's too thin, if you can do this, you can't reclaim it off of silverware if it's plated. I would guess. I yeah. don't think so. But it was popular, like the seventy dollars. Believe me, as long as if it's got scratches on, we can't get anything for it. I know, but this is gold-plated <laughs> silverware, and like if it was silverware, you'd say, "Hey, enjoy it." Sure, you yeah. have to polish it every now and then, but this you you have to hand wash every piece. So, would yeah. you say enjoy it? I mean, that's not really ease of ownership. No, but it looks good. Uh, you you know, stir a cup of coffee, you got to wash everything by hand, <laughs> you know. No, uh, hello. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. I, it, it, uh, the, I'm glad you told me this because I was going to put it out at a garage sale. Oh, yeah, no, but then put $60 on it. But I know. Now I know. No, 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 no. Hey, sorry, I gave you bad advice just now. You have to put 200 on it at a garage sale <laughs> to come down yeah, to 60 Okay, because no matter what happens, they're going to haggle the crap out. Uh, it's the last venue where you can do it. I can tell you, there could be a brand new Maserati. You try to sell it for a dollar at a garage sale, you're going to get an offer of 50 cents. That's yeah. just how it goes. Do you know what I tell people? I said, all my prices are pre-haggled to save us both time and energy. Fair enough, fair enough. Can I ask a quick question about uh, cereal? Because you mentioned it before. I still have my Nakamichi tape deck. Oh, Nakamichi Dragon? I don't know. It's a a big thing, you know, but in the 80s. And I also have my dual 606 turntable. Um, What are the stuff? Harmon Carden receiver. Okay, all of what you said here is all top-notch equipment. Yeah, I always bought that way. Um, this gold-plated set, I might look at... No, I know what the Northcraft is. Um, don't put out the garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, we can sell this for you. This is something that you are perfectly 
what we'd want to do is sell this online for you. We can pack it and ship it anywhere in the world. Yeah. But you're not going to meet you. The tape deck might, and it was a very expensive deck. But uh, tape, uh, they don't sell for as much. But your uh, Harman Kardon and your Dual and any of the other equipment you got, what speakers do you have? Oh, I I don't have uh, good speakers right now. Okay. I gave okay. them away. I had those monster Boston acoustics. Oh, they're terrible. They're brutal. Okay. Well, they're huge. Yeah. They, they t- I got rid of them years ago. Yeah, you need a... What, what's a Makamichi? Nakamichi was a tape deck. They were the top of, one of the top of the line for a cassette deck for the sound. Okay. So this is before your time. I have a Nakamichi, actually, at home. Yeah. So on this day, if you decide to put, don't put it in your garage sale. And when you have your garage sale, call me up. I want to come there in advance because I have the feeling you might have some other stuff that you don't I think do. is very good. I do have stuff. Yes. This is why I think some people, before they have the garage sale, I might have a service. I'll charge people $100 to go over there and vet their garage sale. And I yeah. almost guarantee I can make them more money. Well, it is true because how many people go? Oh, I found this is worth a thousand dollars. I bought it for twenty bucks at a yard sale. You know, just oh yeah, yeah it, it does happen all the time. And but they're happy. So yard ca- yard sale consultant is that going to be the next yard job ca- title? That could be it. But I'm just saying that some people say, oh, I got a thousand dollars. Well, that could be good if you sold someone thirty dollars with sure. stuff for a thousand. Yeah, if you sold them twenty thousand dollars stuff for a thousand. That's not a good deal for you. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio this beautiful, sunny Sunday afternoon. We want to get to as many calls as we can before the top of the hour. If you have a rare or interesting collection or old antiques or an heirloom that's been floating around in the family for a few generations and you're curious about its value, maybe it's a statue you've never been able to understand its value, where it was built or anything like that, you can call this show, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Also, keep in mind, Paul and Bogart have a store. It's in Richmond Hill, right on Young Street, just north of Major McKenzie. The actual address is 10,341 Young Street. That's 104341 Young Street, 10341 Young Street. You can call the store as well, 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. We'll be right back. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. Paul Kenny and Bogar Kenny in studio. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures. Experts on all things stuff. Our next caller is Debbie in Hamilton. Debbie, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. And what do you have? I have a 1924 Detroit Baseball Club um, um, brochure. Like not the brochure, but the program scorecard. Scorecard, yeah. It's got cardboard, folded no, 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 in half, inside program. it's got the lineups. Program. It's got advertising in it. Yeah. And they were playing the uh, New York um, 
Yankees, I guess, because there's some little name on here with Ruth on it. Ooh, and okay. And on the Detroit side, there's a little name, Cobb. Yeah, Tyrus, yeah. Yep, so, and then the only thing, it's pretty much in mint condition. The only thing is, because I think, I think it came from my great-grandfather, and the only thing different is that they use the scorecard so they know what everybody hit. Yeah. So, and I've had it for a few years now. It's all, like I said, it's got like a Studebaker advertisement on the back. Nice. Uh, Packard on the inside. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Inside, does it have, has it been filled in? Has it been scored? It's been filled in. Okay, this is good. Almost, almost completely. Like, there's like, I don't know much about baseball, to be honest with you, but there's like zeros and H and one H and, you It'll know. be, yeah, okay. There are not many people, that's an art of scoring the card. There, if you go down to a Jays game, you'll find 20 people in the whole place scoring their game. Mm -hmm. In 1950, you would know exactly because the, the lines would say if you got a hit mm -hmm. or be just the, there'll be a little diagonal line to first, right? Okay. And, yeah, yeah, I know. They don't have lines, but yeah, okay, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Well, not everyone People knew how to score, right? Then. No, I see there's a couple there that said there's a line and then 2H. Yes, okay. Now, something like this. Now, the reason I asked if it's scored, now we know exact, we can make, match this to exact game. Even though I know the date. You might have the date on, but they gave the same scorecard out for the entire series. Uh -huh. Okay, so if there's a, there might have been something, if Ruth hit a home run in the game, it might have been number 16, or it might have been near the end of the season. Um, this would be good because we can get the exact date, and people will collect them by the exact dates. Okay. okay? Inside, it's just cardboard. Um, 30s ones go for about 25 to $75. If you've got Ruth and you've got Cobb in the same one, I know there'd be collectors for that. Probably two, $300. Yeah, this the, is the 1924 Detroit Club's home dates. So Yeah. Now, what'll happen is Detroit is not as good as is being a Yankee one, and ones that are better are the World Series ones, okay? Yeah, I, I can't, I tried to find a date, but I couldn't. No, so. no, we can, Matt, no, no, it won't have it on there, because they make up the same one for all four games. Right. And if Detroit was in there, if the Yankees would be in there for three series, they'd print up enough for 12 games, okay? Right. So, no, you're not going to get that, so we have to match it up by that, but... I'd love to see this. Um, do you have the ticket stub that went with it or any other stuff from the no, 1920s? when I was going through, because when my, when my grandfather finally passed, we, you know, I got all of the stuff, and yeah. I was going through this box, and my grandmother's dad, who I'm assuming this came from, was American, so... Give me a call. You got. We're running out of show today. Okay. you got to give me a call during the week. I'll be glad to help you. Take a picture. We'll match up what game it is I'm, for you. I'm actually going to be in Toronto early May. Come and see me. So we'll, we'll probably make it, because uh, it's an early appointment, we'll probably come up to Richmond Hill then and come up and see you guys. Because I also have a yep. couple so, of... Sorry to cut you off. We, we have to get to too many calls here. The, the okay. address is 10,341 Young Street, 10,341 Young Street. Our next yep. caller is Pat in Scarborough. Yep. Pat, how are you? I'm fine. Sorry to rush you through all this, but we're coming okay. up against it. How can I help you? Okay, I, what I've got is an... I always thought it was a cane, okay? But it seems short for a cane. Okay. Because whether people used to be shorter, I don't know. Yeah, they were. Yeah, this was in the old, from the old, old days. Yep. Anyway, when you look and when you pull a thing up, it's got a, like a sword inside. Ah. Sword cane. Oh, my goodness. It's round, but it's, you know, like a weapon. Yes, no, they're illegal. Don't tell me, don't tell anyone you have this except for us. Okay, <laughs> no. They are illegal now, uh, there's, but people will collect them. Uh, they were popular in the 20s and 30s. 
Um, is it, uh, it depends on who made it. It might be made by Wilkinson. They were legal back then. Um, and well, depending on who the maker from, is. Oh, like, say, England or Scotland, you know. It'll be English. It might be some milk, Wilkinson. I have to see it. Yeah, so it'll have like a six-inch or nine-inch blade at the bottom yeah. of it, right? So you pop off the bottom of the cane and you can defend yourself from muggers. No, you pull it out from the top. Yeah, extremely yeah, yeah. collectible. Oh, okay. Yeah, off the handle, but it's still... Yeah, yeah. extremely collectible. Um, anywhere between 100 and $1,000. Sorry, I can't nail it down more than that. And if you have one certain... They, they would even be jeweled, but people will collect them, okay? But oh, officially yeah. turn it into your local police station oh, no, 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 for no. destruction. <laughs> and get arrested. <laughs> yeah, no, do no. not ever protect yourself or arm yourself. I yeah. you know I don't know what they used to do with them, but they used to kill people. No, sorry, they used to. <laughs> well, they're, they're, defend they're a defense yourself. tool I assume typically. It was a defense one. Yes, yeah. yes, okay, but but it's so short. I mean, it would it wouldn't work for as a cane for me because it's you know short. Okay? I think the most part of this is not that it's cane use. I think the knife use is the better is what we're going to be going with here. The sword part. Okay, oh, yeah. it's a depression era self protection yeah. tool. Is what it is. Yeah, very very collectible. I'd love to see it. Okay, thank okay. you. All right, Pat, thank you so much. Okay. Did you have a thought there? What were you going to say? Oh, I want to see it. I've got customers for this. Yeah. I don't, don't say that. No, do you know what I have right now? I'm about to sell it. I have the old, you know, the old, um, uh, I can't remember now. Sorry. We'll come back. We'll Knights come of ba- Columbus, okay. things like that. Yeah. They used to have, use a half of a skull. So I have a silver adorned half of a human skull. Okay. They would actually use these, but I actually have a customer for it. But is it actual human skull? Yes, it was legal for them to have them. That's crazy because you get charged with all sorts. The Black of things Irish, that. that's who it was. Oh, okay. Okay. Be like, isn't that like transporting human remains? That would be a problem to sell that across a state yeah. border or something like that. I can't advertise it. No. Understood. Our next <laughs> caller is Lynn in Toronto. Lynn, how are you? Oh, very good. I just quickly wanted to send in a compliment. Thank I you. was at your store. You didn't buy anything. Oh. But you looked at everything pretty thorough. And I thought that was very nice. You didn't just fluff me off. Look at this. No. Uh, a radio Yelp review. <laughs> My wife says, always, if you have a choice between being right or being kind, choose kind. That's How's it. that? Okay. Well, but, thank you. But you didn't buy anything? What happened? What were you selling? Just odds and ends. I had a Savoy or Savoy or... I don't know what that is. What is it? It's an urn. Oh, an urn. Oh, the oh, urns okay. and stuff. Yeah, but just sometimes it's more valuable to you than the money I can give you. And I'm not trying to be. I'm just trying to be realistic. I try and no, no, give people realistic totally. numbers. Yeah. Yep. Hey, she called in just to say thank you, and I had a wonderful experience. <laughs> That's it. That's a nice call. Thank you very, Lynn, very thank much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, just a couple quick notes before your final thoughts. Oh, yeah. but the store is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. Open regular work week hours. And uh, the number to the store is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. We've been talking about this spring cleaning uh, season. Also, uh, you know, whatever happens in your life, you could end up having to clean out a big house. Make sure yeah. you have an expert like uh, Paul Kenny come over and literally go through the contents of the house, especially if it's an older house with a lot of old collectibles. You never know what might be, you know, worth tens of thousands of dollars. Make sure you get expert eyes before you just haul up a dumpster okay. or downsize to a small apartment. And part about getting the second opinion, use both of them. But I should say we're going to be at that sports card show. I want to say this, this is going to be a big event. And... A lot of people have called up, you know, they've got autographs. At this sports card show, JSA, the authentication people, are going to be at that show. 
Ooh. So they can either bring it, if they can't go to the show, they can drop it into me and I'll bring it over to JSA for them. For okay. authentic, uh, authentication. Yeah, yeah. And for grading it. So I, I forgot to tell them that. That's one of the That's a great service. So if you're going to oh. go to the show and enjoy yourself, you can also get authentication of yeah. your favorite autographs. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to be at the Christie Antique Show, just starting it now, May 26th. You know we're there every year, but this year we have a giant estate. And we will be taking no prisoners. There will be lots of deals at the Christie Antique Show at our booth. Where is the card show again? That's early May at the International Center. What yep. are the dates? May 4th, 5th, and 6th. Saturday's the day that all the good guys will be there. And a special thanks to show producer Sebastian Hearn. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.